0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower. You're with my sister, co host, and partner in crime, Katie
1: Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. We've had this nice, cool, kind of stormy day. And right. We'll bring take it. Fall. Bring it on. Bring it on. We right. will take it. We've just been playing with honey all day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, last night on Facebook, I posted uh, some brand new, uh, new project we have from all of our honey, our harvest from last fall, that we did infused honeys. And I was going to post it there and like, give people, a you know, a taste of it or a shot of it and then put it on Etsy and take it to fairs. And we sold out last night.
0: <laughs> That's so, hilarious.
1: Uh, yeah. So today we had to, we acquired some more honey from uh, apiary just down the road from us and got more infusions going so that uh, we'll have more. But yeah, it's, it went wild really fast. That is really funny. I know, pretty I guess
0: you've hit on something hot. People are a big fan of the uh,
1: infused honey. I
0: guess Yeah. It's really good. I've tasted all of yours and it's Mm -hmm. excellent.
1: It is. It's fantastic. Yeah. Pretty fun. So that's my day. Honey. Awesome. Just honey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very (laughs) cool. Well, this is our Wednesday Night Case Update show where we're going to update you on a whole bunch of cases we're following. Uh I did want to say that Jacqueline said, I just walked out to the mailbox. A small bear was walking my way. Oh. Well, I'm glad you got back to the house safely, Jacqueline.
1: (laughs) Uh, That would be a little bit of a stunner, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Was that very very exciting? Was he cute? Was he cute? He was cute, wasn't
0: he? They're always cute, they are not really cute. They, uh, they will kill you. But they
1: they have murder mittens, but I, they're they so cute.
0: They are. They're very cute. I agree. But how exciting.
1: But you're not supposed to hug and kiss bears. You're, no, not, you're not supposed to. No. But let's
0: kick off the show with a bit of good news. Mm-hmm. And that is that everybody's favorite fugitive, Janello mm-hmm. Cavalcante, has finally been apprehended Mm -hmm. guys today was day 14 of him being on the run from prison in pennsylvania Mm -hmm. that he spider walked out up up the walls and then crawled through razor wire and a bunch of other shit Mm -hmm. so um some funny things this right here would be a selfie taken with uh all the guys who (laughs) caught him with him right there in the middle That is a hilarious picture. (laughs) I I cannot get over it. That is just funny as hell. And then we have this extra specially good boy. Mm -hmm. This is Yoda. Mm -hmm. And Yoda is the police dog who actually apprehended Cavalcante. Mm -hmm. So what happened is that they've been using uh, airplanes with heat sensor uh, capabilities flying around looking for this guy. And they found him in a shed, like in a big wood pile Mm -hmm. uh, early in the morning before light. So they got the whole place surrounded, waited for light to come. And then they found him there in the shed and they sent old Yoda to get him. And Yoda took him right down. And he he was bleeding from his head and he was beat up just a little. Mm -hmm. But they took him into custody without a single shot fired. They took him alive, which I, at this point, after 14 days and him stealing a gun and all the stuff that's happened since then, I really thought this dude was going to go down in a blaze of glory. You know what oh, I mean? Like, I was yeah. not expecting a of capture. Kill the hell out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm impressed. Um, I am very glad that they did finally get a hold of him because mm-hmm. 14 days, you guys. Yeah. He said that there were times when people were searching for him that they nearly stepped on him Uh out in the woods where he was hiding. Uh He has been surviving on watermelon from a watermelon farm and water from a stream. And he swears that he has had no assistance, that he Uh did this entirely himself. He basically spilled his guts and told
1: um, the police everything that happened. (laughs) He also told them that they just nearly stepped on him a few days ago. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Saying
0: that they nearly stepped on him, like mm-hmm. they were close, they were right there. Mm-hmm. This dude knows how to survive. Yeah, But I will tell you. I think we might know why. Because, well, his mom is what you might call a little scary. She um, had said that it was better for him to die than be caught.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know dead. what his mom looks like, but in my head, she's like the Goonies mom, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah. Or <laughs> um, right. I was thinking more like uh, the, um, the old lady killer from Mexico. <laughs> I was thinking about her too. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Because yeah, like here's what she says. If it's to go to a place to suffer and die in that place, it's better to die soon. You don't have to suffer so much. Which, I mean, okay.
1: You know who did have to suffer? His victims. That's who. Yes,
0: his victims. Everyone in that community, the schools that have been closed, all the people Ah. he's robbed. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. But she also said when, uh, in relation to the murder that he's been convicted of, which was shooting his girlfriend in front of her child, that mm. He had no choice and he that he had to do what he had to do.
1: Oh, for the love. So yeah. uh, his mother
0: is terrifying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, his mother, Erasima is her name, uh, said he spent his whole life outdoors in rural Brazil where he worked on a ranch from the age of seven. So it's appearing that he had a lot of um,
1: survival skill.
0: skills that kept Except him going. For-
1: Why was he still there? He had two weeks. He could have been a long ways away by now. Why was he not
0: headed for Canada or Mexico or something? He
1: stayed right in the area. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. Terrifying. Mm -hmm. But the things that his mother said, I was like, whoo. He grew up with some pretty... Yeah, what a gal yeah. for sure. Yeah. What a gal. Ooh. I know. I was like, "Oh my god." Okay. Uh, no wonder he is the way he is. But you know, mm-hmm. my hope is that his his name will now fade into the annals of history. He is in prison for life. And I saw them transporting him, and he was wearing a hospital gown at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they're not taking any chances with uh with old Danilo again. Uh-huh. I, I, I'm yeah. hoping that they recognize that. You're gonna have to really keep this guy locked down.
1: A hundred percent, absolutely. Lindsay, right, cranky very maybe he didn't have anywhere to go, but he would think yeah. he was
0: trying to get out of the area where they were looking for him. But maybe the, the maybe the search efforts were just so intense that he couldn't. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he did at one point have a vehicle. Yeah,
1: I. It blows my mind that he was still there.
0: Yep. Yeah. mm
1: Hmm. <laughs> the poison water caught up with him. He had to change his pants.
0: Oh, maybe that's why he was wearing something different every time they saw him on camera. Well, <laughs> yeah, they okay. seem to have had him trapped in that area. No, I think mm-hmm. you're right.
1: He also said that he was defecating in the stream to keep uh, his scent down. That's
0: right. Yeah. He was like really thinking, oh, that's mm-hmm. so gross, man.
1: But he was also drinking maybe. that water.
0: Yeah. I hope he was going upstream anyway. Well, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or he wasn't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> or he's going to have Giardia for life now from drinking the water
0: from that stream, which could be too.
1: That wouldn't be very pleasant to
0: have while in prison, Mm-mm. but Hey, he's caught. And we're glad we said, we mm-hmm. said, when we talked about him earlier in the week, we really hope by Wednesday night case updates, we're going to be able to say that the cops finally caught this idiot and they did.
1: Mm-hmm. Indeed.
0: And and it is good news. Oh yeah. Let's see, Katie. Uh, speaking of news, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on in Coburger?
1: <laughs> so they were in court today. And the media is basically, you know, really advocating hard for cameras in the courtroom, as are some of the families, particularly the Gonsalves family. Uh, you know, some of the families are safe. We think that there should be cameras. This should be right. everywhere. Well, there was no camera today, but there were uh, reporters that were uh, live uh, tweeting it. P- Brian Enton uh, mm-hmm. was and, and others. And there were the typical arguments, jury pool. Uh, the media just wants to get rich off of Brian Koberger. They're just exploiting him. Motherfucker. Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, come on. Yeah. Uh, other. Other. Uh, you know, just a bunch of stupid arguments like that. Uh, that this is becoming uh, a made for TV drama. That's all the media is trying to turn it into. You know, and the media is like, people need to, they are very interested in what's going on in the courtroom. They want to see it is their right. There's no reason. There was some talk in the public if, legal system for a reason right if we leave cameras in the courtroom then we should the, the defense said they don't like where the camera has been behind them they'd like it in a different spot was judge, it because the cameras were
0: all focusing on this right here i think
1: so i think, so. <laughs> I think well and that's no. the problem really and and i'm afraid really yeah this is probably our fault and so i think <laughs> we should apologize we've probably caused this because one thing that was said is coberger defense says even though the media here is doing their job, people on social media still take the images and manipulate them. And I take offense. I don't. Uh, what are they talking? Nobody that. <laughs> it couldn't be this that?
0: photo at all, right? Yeah.
1: Right? Well, so I. You know,
0: last yeah. week it was that all the cameras were pointed at his crotch. So <laughs> we
1: just made it a reality. Come on. Uh-huh. Yep. So. I don't know. The judge seemed very sympathetic to the defense. Uh, the prosecution also doesn't want cameras in the courtroom. So they also did refer back to the Daybell case or the Ballot mm-hmm. case multiple times and Judge Boyce's rulings on that. So are we going to see that? They about cameras? OJ. Yeah, OJ. Like, uh,
0: that was a long friggin' time ago. That is yeah. not relevant at this point. The,
1: yeah, the judge said that's all. We saw what a circus OJ turned into. You know why it's a circus? Because four students were murdered. That's why. The public has the right. It's very, very frustrating. These rulings Mm -hmm. are really frustrating. Uh, The judge did not rule. But Mm -hmm. uh, I would bet you dollars to donuts. They are going to ban cameras in the courtroom for COVID. Well,
0: prosecution agrees. Mm -hmm. Defense and the judge are all against Mm -hmm. cameras. And it's all media and family. Mm-hmm.
1: that want them so yeah he's gonna ban him i'm pretty sure i think so too which sucks but i, I think we'll see a situation happen. here mm-hmm. definitely yep so that's about it there's a few other filings but uh it's it's nothing huge right now mm. filed something about not uh the defense filed something about not cross-examining uh witnesses. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a bunch of procedural stuff that looks to me like the procedural stuff is cold. Yeah. Like it's nothing huge, but the, the big thing was, uh, the hearing today and what was discussed. So that's it.
0: So we'll see a written ruling next week, probably on this. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a big surprise, honestly. No. I think Judge Boyce kicking the cameras out of the courtroom has just really emboldened Mm -hmm. everybody else in this state and watching the ballot trial and what went on with it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. They're going to follow the same line, I think.
1: Yeah. I think so, too. I think the family wishes should prevail, but I don't think they're going to. Unfortunately, the family wishes have not prevailed very much in Cobra. Right. But
0: yeah. And that, and that's a hard one. I mean, I get, I get it, but you also have to do what's best for the case itself and for the community. The citizens have the right Uh to witness this. And I mean, it doesn't mean they can't in person because they will be able to. Yeah. And they may end up having to have an overflow and some stuff.
1: Oh, they will. I mean, And that
0: depends on where this trial will be because I still think we're going to see a change of venue, honestly. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Judge Boyce was a wonderful judge, except for the cameras in the courtroom piece. That was a hard one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, One, one of the arguments on the, from the media was that it actually cuts down on disinformation to have cameras in the courtroom so that people can see for themselves what they saw, you know, true. or what happened, what was done, what was said, uh, versus hearing it secondhand from a media source that witnessed it,
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: that, that could maybe potentially spin it or inaccurately report it. I thought that was an interesting point as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's true. I mean, either way, audio will be available because audio has to be, the audio has to be recorded and the media can request it. And so, I mean, audio yeah. is going to go out. Just depends on the way that they, they release it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there will be audio as well. Yeah. Well, yep. friends, um, if you liked Judge Boyce, you're not gonna like him after I tell you this story. <laughs> this jackass right here. This is a local case. This case is local to us, and Judge Boyce mm-hmm. was the judge in this case. This is Stanley Bitsoy. Stanley is 62. He's from Rigby, Idaho, which is a little town, kind of dead in the in the middle between Katie and I, mm-hmm. uh, like 15 minutes from each of us. Mm. Uh, So, Stanley has pled guilty to lewd conduct with a child. He was sentenced today uh, by Judge Boyce to 7 to 15 years in prison after pleading guilty to felony lewd conduct with a child under 16. However, Boyce then suspended the sentence, placing Bitsoy on a term of six years of probation where he will have to complete 100 hours of community service and spend 30 days in local jail with credit for 24 days already served. So he's going to serve six more days and then be on probation for six years. He will have to register as a sex offender. So this is part of a plea agreement. He initially pled guilty to a charge of felony lewd conduct with a child under 16 and pled not guilty to sexual battery of a child committed by lewd or lascivious acts. So apparently there's been a plea agreement about that where he agreed to plead guilty to the lewd conduct charge if the prosecution agreed to recommend probation. Um anybody else feel sick, yeah about this? yeah unfortunately, the victim in this case, which no shade to them, I don't because I don't think this should have ever been their decision, did not want this mantis or a prison him. and that was a lot to do with the uh, chart with the uh, sentence given here. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem with that in What way does that protect the community? This man is 62 years old. He is on probation. He's going to do this again. You betcha. He'll do it again. And then they're going to have to throw him in prison for that 7 to 15 year sentence. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I understand honoring victims' wishes, but I also don't understand how that is protective of the community around this person. Mm-hmm. It isn't at all. This is wrong. No. This is bullshit. And this is the kind of stuff that happens here in Idaho all the time.
1: All the Probation
0: time. for sexual assault of children is a regular occurrence.
1: Mm-hmm. And You're going to get way more time m- for marijuana than you will for sexually assaulting oh, a child.
0: Hell yes. Now, This apparently occurred when this young lady was asleep. She doesn't remember it. And so somehow that makes it less egregious. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't protect other children from this man. We need to remember this guy's name because I don't think this is the only time we'll hear it. And that makes me absolutely sick. Mm hmm. Right, and she's not the only one he's touched. There are others. You know there are he's 62 years old. Yeah. You know? Like it's you know there are others. These guys don't yeah. just start being pedophiles in their 60s, right?
1: No. No.
0: So the whole thing makes me sick. I hope for the family um that this young lady gets whatever she needs, and you know, it's no it's no shade on her. But why? why was this not about what's best for the community and what's safe for children who live around this man? Right. Apparently we're supposed to be protecting the children, except we are doing a shit job of protecting the children.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, well, there's another case from Idaho. that was just in the news today. Uh, This was a man who murdered his three month old baby yes and got a writer a writer and then violated his probation because he was found in a car that had a handgun in the uh, the jockey box and was back in court today over that because of a uh because it was a probation violation to be in the you know presence of a gun and the judge actually said I can't live with the original sentence I gave you, knowing this is what's going on. And he sent him to prison, where he should have been the whole goddamn time. Right? Why, why he, did he killed have an opportunity? his three-month-old baby. Yeah. They're in court going, but he's doing so well. He's following all the rules. He's doing so well. And he was like, oh, hey, judge, listen. Sorry that happened. I didn't know there was a gun in the car. I'll be more careful about who I ride with in the future. And the judge was like, Yeah, I don't really think so. I think this was all wrong in the first place. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. He killed his baby. Yeah.
0: Prison is the only place for him to be. Yeah. For our community to be safe from that person. Mm -hmm. On Stanley Bitsoy, as far as I know, this is his first offense, but I am not 100% sure it is. For those of you that are asking in the chat. But I don't even care if it is. I mean, the sentence was 7 to 15 years. And he gets six years of probation.
1: Yeah. Literally, children are not safe anywhere. But also the fact that that was on the shoulders of the victim. Yeah. Where it should have never been.
0: No. Why would you do that to to this young lady? That is ridiculous.
1: This is why people don't tell.
0: Right? This is why people don't tell. Yeah. And it's probably why he's gotten away with it for so damn long mm-hmm yeah well i'm really fired up so let's hear some stuff about valo
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so last week we told you we talked through the uh appeal that was headed to the appellate court or headed to the, the supreme court and uh talked about the fact that Lori was going to have a new attorney and mm-hmm. the very next day Lori had a new attorney. So do you want to meet Lori's new attorney? I know you do. I think this guy is going to be great. I, I think he is like drier than a cracker. He does uh, look
0: he's like gonna, it. Yep.
1: He, this is Craig Dunham. Craig okay. is going to put up with zero bullshit from Lori. He is not going to be the kind that's going to fall for any of her nonsense. This is what we he, like to hear? Yep. So he is let's see all right, so he is with Ferguson Dunham in Boise uh Ferguson Dunham has had some huge cases. They are the firm that fought uh for gay rights in Idaho and won
0: yay, ooh, my favorite
1: a lot with uh lots of other things uh, I think this will be a great attorney for Lori for her appeal, mm. yeah, uh also, there was a temporary stay put in place for 14 days so the appeal that was filed by uh, Archibald was suspended for 14 days for Mr. Dunham now to look through that and uh, amend that and take a hard look at that so we'll probably see a new appeal filed here in the next week or two uh, from Craig Dunham and we'll move forward in that direction. So just so you know, now we do know, this is who her attorney is. So Mm -hmm. let me tell you a few things about him. He is, his focus has been on civil rights litigation and all phases of criminal defense, including trial appeals, post-conviction, parole, and habeas corpus matters. He has focused on white collar criminal defense and civil rights cases involving excessive force or unlawful searches and seizures. Mm. Previously, he was a staff attorney for the United States District Attorney Court in Boise for 10 years, where he worked closely with federal judges in death penalty and prisoner civil rights cases. He's been a trial and appellate public defender for many years. And he graduated from the University of Kansas Law School in 1996, He's a member of the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers and the Idaho Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers. I wonder if that
0: picture of him is old. Because I'm guessing Tenzo, it is a real young picture of a guy that graduated from law school in '96.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got to be in his fifties. So I think not. Yeah, he's got to be older than me. <laughs> yep. My uh, name is yeah. So that's what we know about who Lori's new attorney is. Uh, he, agreed, Randy, he
0: does look very Mormon.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, he <laughs> does. He does. I have no idea if he is, but he definitely looks the part. Uh, the other thing that we know now is that Lori has received her uh, essential designation. She at the prison now, she's been through the uh, evaluation period. And we know mm-hmm. that she is a medium risk person. Uh, Inmate, or actually, they call them residents at that prison for whatever reason. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call her an inmate because I'm just an asshole that way, I guess. But um, <laughs> and then, uh, so this is actually the custody uh, calculator to see how mm. much more time she still has to serve. Um, turns Ooh. out it's a lot due to those three life without parole sentences. So, oh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's what we like to hear.
1: Yeah. So, um, You can keep looking at that all you want, Lori, but I don't think it's really going to change, you know.
0: I don't think those numbers really going down. You know, you can start making those hash marks on your cell wall, but (laughs) I I don't think that's going to do you any good.
1: So, um, medium risk, I thought, was interesting. I mean, Lori Mm -hmm. is tiny. She's not necessarily dangerous physically. But, as we know, she is very good at flashing that golden vagina and getting what she wants. Right. Yeah. And so I and also that sweet little uh sweet demeanor and mm-hmm. little I'm I'm doing a lot of Martin Maybe it's
0: uh, fuck sweet little demeanor. a
1: Little voice. Uh I Lori will have a little cult following in prison. I am absolutely convinced she that she will. will. And I'm that sorry. may make her a little bit more dangerous than others.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would think her, you know. Propensity to gather followers uh, would be of concern to the prison.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I could, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is he Lori's new blue-eyed angel baby? A blue-eyed angel baby? Maybe he is.
0: Maybe he. That is, is um, exactly what I thought when I saw the picture. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, another blue-eyed angel baby." He's a very experienced defense attorney, though. Mm-hmm. He's not going to fall for the batting of the eyelashes and grabbing mm-hmm. his arm and the tossing of the hair and all that shit. No. Yeah.
1: No, we're just going to see some very professional work out of this, uh, this attorney. So I'm yeah, excited cool. to see what he does because I think we're going to like him. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Well, maybe, she, he, I don't know. He should adequately represent her and adequately, you know, give her whatever her rights are, and that's what we want. That's what we want. Because yep. we want her to stay in prison forever. So
1: Yep. So we want all of her rights to be uh, valued as they should be. Yep. Uh, any news from Arizona? Only that uh, the Arizona prosecutor is saying that they are very ready to go and that they're hoping that they can uh, extradite her and get going on their trial before her appeal is heard. And But they didn't know if that would be able to happen or not. So we don't know. We'll find out. I mean, appeals
0: take years, so I don't know why not.
1: I wonder if Lori would write her own book of Mormon. What would she call it? Ooh, what would she call it?
0: The book of Lori? Duh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's definitely going to put her own name in there because... No, no. Elena. Elaine. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Head boss goddess Elena. <laughs> the book of head <laughs> boss goddess Elena. Elena. Yeah. I think it's something like that. Yeah.
1: hmm
0: Yikes. hmm for sure
1: so that's what we know
0: well that's, Still that's absolute
1: crickets in chad daybell i checked it again today nothing nothing well that's okay because that's we know probably what's happening right yeah absolutely it's just taking a while to get that appeal all sorted or that uh
0: oh yeah Lindsay wanted to know get that all yeah. sorted
1: out yep if she gets housed in
0: arizona will she be housed with jo- with jody arias and we genuinely don't have any idea but boy wouldn't they be quite a pair yeah
1: yeah so, yeah we don't know. i want to hear those conversations yeah yeah it would in the just... book of elena and her storm oh dear god oh <laughs> <nice>. hi deanna <laughs> hey crystal oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, brain bleach, brain
0: bleach. Okay. Ah, another Idaho case. Um, We've talked about her already a little bit. This is uh, Yvonne St. Sir, who was a part of the January 6th insurrection, and she has now been sentenced to 30 months in prison and this is what she had to say on Facebook after her sentencing please be prepared to vomit I understood what Jesus felt like when he was in the garden of Gethsemane praying and felt so alone are you motherfucking kidding me <laughs> I mean maybe they need to go house her with Lori Vallow because it sounds all little well, Jesus must know her too <laughs>
1: Quit talking about Jesus. Quit talking about Jesus at your sentencing. Knock it off. Yeah. Good Lord.
0: So, a few things. First of all, she's been out on bond this whole time. Mm -hmm. So, she got sentenced over Zoom Mm -hmm. and uh, has six weeks to report to prison. Um, The Department of Justice asked for 33 months in prison. They gave her 30. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seems like Maybe uh, that uh, six years of probation for that sex offender seems real small compared to this, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: She also gets 36 months of probation, $2,000 in restitution, and a $1,000 fine. But I mean, what is with people and these absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous comparisons?
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm hmm.
0: Gross, gross, gross. Boo. Speaking of gross, tell us about (laughs) the
1: Wests. Oh my God. I'm so sick of the Wests. I am so sick of the Wests. You guys are too, I'm sure. Of course, these are the murderers of Orin and Orson West, uh, their parents. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
1: you know, it's taken a half a year of appeals and shit or more to even to finally get to court more than half a year a lot longer but to mm-hmm. finally get to trial then of course they were found guilty on almost all of the charges uh they were not found guilty on one of the boys's murders uh everything else they were found guilty on their sentencing was put off again today it was supposed to be today for god's sake get it over with. This is so stupid. So, right. it was supposed to be this morning. We were here for it. Very excited. Let's finally see this done. Justice right. for the boys. Say goodbye to them forever. And no! Because the defense needs a little more time to provide more information to the court.
0: I mean, how many more of these are they going to get?
1: I you know? just do not. I don't understand it. Stop giving them more time. Lordy. Yeah. So, uh, September 28th is the new sentencing date. So, we should have had a sentence to report for you today, but we don't. So, I'm disgusted. These, I'm really over it, but that's where These assholes just keep getting
0: more time and more time and more time. Did Orson and Orin get more time? They sure as hell didn't. No. No. Disgusting, stupid bullshit. You know who else is getting a delay? Getting a delay of trial? Uh, Joran Vandersloot. Yes. Suspect in the Natalie Holloway case. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's been charged with extortion because he tried to extort Natalie Holloway's mother for money to tell her where to find her daughter's remains.
1: Can you even with that? I
0: mean, disgusting asshole. Yeah. So he's been extradited back to the U.S. finally. But his, te- his team needs more time on the extortion case. And so they've asked to postpone trial. So now it won't start till December 4th. And I'm like, fine, just keep your dumb ass in prison forever, please. <laughs> I mean, that is the trashiest, most disgusting situation ever extorting the victim's mother yeah basically admitting Mm -hmm. that you know he knows where her body is buried and trying to get money to tell her it's just so Mm -hmm. gross
1: yep yeah or he doesn't know but he's trying to trick her into giving him some money so that he can then just lie to her face some more
0: right like oh Oh, i'm so over it he is such trash such Mm -hmm. freaking trash but he did get an extension. So now his trial starts on December 4th. Uh-huh.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, that's... yeah, that's the conversation, isn't it, uh, Jana, that uh, being in a U.S. prison is way better than what he came from.
0: Oh, yeah. He was in a Brazilian prison and that was horrible. And we probably yeah. should have just left him there for longer. Or maybe yeah. we can do some sort of exchange program between him and... Danilo
1: Cavalcante. <laughs> and wait, uh, oh hell, what's his name? The uh, I think it's the New Jersey uh, senator that lied all the. That's from Brazil. That did all the lying. Oh, George Santos. Yeah, George Santos. Let's there, let's put the three of them in some kind of a triangle. Yes, there you go. There you go, and yeah. just
0: drop them all in a hole. I think
1: that's. He's wanted for some charges in Brazil as well. So yes, yeah. yes, he is hmm yeah yeah ick on all of it well i know Terry, yeah, the legal it, it system is, is on our list today for sure they're on the top yeah. of the fos list because uh we're not done yeah. yet
0: it's really it and it is really hard it's hard to watch this um i understand why these rights exist and you know there is protections to help make sure that innocent people don't go to prison mm-hmm. and to To try to protect that, although it's not like it doesn't happen because it does. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: it is very frustrating to watch, you know, the people who murdered someone who lost their life Mm -hmm. get more chances and more chances and more chances. Oh, yeah. It's really difficult. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, let's talk about Ellen Greenberg. So pissed about this. I can hardly speak about it.
1: I don't understand. I just don't understand. I'm going to tell you the Mm -hmm. whole Ellen Greenberg story. We've talked about it before, but I'm going to give it to you in a nutshell so that you really understand why we are so mad and why we just don't understand, and neither will you. So Ellen Greenberg died in 2011, January 2011. She lived with her fiancé. She was 27. She was a teacher. She had been having some anxiety and had been being treated for anxiety. The story is that her fiance came home and she was in a locked apartment with slumped on the floor in the kitchen with 20 stab wounds, as well as a knife uh, buried in her chest, a 10 inch k- kitchen knife buried in her chest. So the fiance called 911. The police came and immediately treated her death as a suicide. They did not hold the apartment as a crime scene, and the next day, her death was actually then ruled officially as a homicide by the Philadelphia Medical Examiner's Office following an autopsy. The doctor there said, multiple stab wounds by an unknown person in his ruling. Please know that most of Ellen's injuries were in the back of her head and the back of her neck. Stabbed twenty. I mean, times. just
0: think about it. Try to do it. Stab yourself twenty times and live mm-hmm. long enough to stab yourself twenty times and bury the knife in your chest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not fucking yep. happening.
1: So her parents were relieved that that uh, that it was ruled a homicide because they didn't believe she would have taken her own life, uh, especially like that. Uh, but I you think it's physically possible? Yeah. So the homicide investigation was screwed from the beginning because the apartment was all cleaned and sanitized before the detectives ever actually did any forensics on the apartment. Right, Because they called it a suicide in the beginning. So they had very little evidence to go on. And then four months later on April 4th, suddenly a doctor named Osborne changed the death certificate officially ruling it suicide and her parents were absolutely devastated they have also been able to prove that there was kind of a secret closed door meeting between a couple of members of the police a couple of members of the medical uh, examiner's office and a couple other people that were that happened right before that uh, autopsy or the death certificate was changed there yeah. is some collusion here, or some corruption here. Well, is doesn't obvious. the boyfriend have a
0: family member in law enforcement?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or in uh, city government, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So they said, "We we cannot let this stand. Our daughter was murdered, and you're treating it as a suicide, and it wasn't. And we can't let it stand." They have fundraised and they have fought. Now, since 2011 up till today, to try to get that uh, death certificate changed, they have spent a half a million dollars in court and on attorneys. And last year, it was announced that there was a fresh look at her death. And we all were like, oh, thank God. It will finally, finally be a homicide. We'll finally know. Oh. And wouldn't you fucking know it. They came back today in court and said, nope. We really have to leave this as a suicide. So, yeah. Her family is so devastated. They don't even know what to do with themselves. Everyone that has supported their family. Uh, and that has supported, you know, the, the idea here that Ellen was murdered. I mean, my God, it's just physically impossible for her to have done what they say she did. And here we are. Here we are. And I don't understand. I will never, ever understand. Now, they have some civil suits going against the city and against the police department that are ongoing. And and we'll see where those go. But I can't even understand this. I cannot get my head around what could possibly justify calling this a suicide. Now her parents said today that they had not been able yet to read all the way through the court uh, findings to fully understand why this has happened. And so we'll probably have a better picture of it in days to come, but I don't even care. It's ridiculous. I don't care. This is so wrong. Now I know that they know in their hearts that their daughter did not do this to herself. Right. It's not about that now. It's about the fact that she is being denied justice. Right.
0: And why? What the fuck is going on here? Why? Yeah. Yep. Why is this being, why was it covered up from day one? How could the police walk into that situation and go, well, that's a suicide.
1: What? How could they look at a 10 inch blade buried in her chest and think, oh yeah, she definitely did that herself.
0: How the hell could you even do that to yourself?
1: No. Plus, all of
0: the stab wounds and stuff on the back of her head. Like,
1: and yeah, and and
0: Fran had said, and yeah, in one autopsy, it said that a couple of those stab wounds were post-mortem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So So she was still cutting the hell out of herself after she was dead,
0: huh? Right. That's kind of like Rebecca Plenty wounds on the Fort Hall Reservation. I will never stop saying her name. Mm -hmm. Found, dismembered, Mm -hmm. and her case has never even been ruled a homicide. Because, you know, she just killed herself, cut herself up, and threw her body out in the weeds where her grandma would
1: find it. Because that's what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. It's so sure awful. It was. So over it. Yeah. So,
0: mm.
1: obviously, all of our love to the Greenberg family. And we will keep talking about Ellen. Everyone else in the crime community is going to keep talking about Ellen. none of us are going to forget this or let it go away, particularly Ellen's parents. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm really I'm proud, proud of them.
1: Good on them for fighting the fight. Yeah. They have fought
0: so hard and I cannot imagine how incredibly discouraging and financially crippling this situation has been for them. It, it sucks that they have to do it, but I'm really grateful that they are because mm-hmm. we cannot let cases like this fly because it's not like she's the only one. She's not. There are many cases and often it's of uh, indigenous women oh yeah we've seen that, that are times. in suicides or they just wandered out in the in the sagebrush and laid down and died of exposure you know we hear that one yeah. all the time too it's a bunch of shit
1: hmm. and
0: uh we have to keep fighting these cases because our legal system is fucked up Yep, and lets this stuff happen
1: yep for sure yep so we are deeply disappointed <laughs> but that's where it's at But we stand with
0: Ellen Greenberg's family. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Justice for Ellen Greenberg all
1: the way. Yeah, always.
0: Uh, Let's see. Lindsay asked if there are any updates in the Wagner trial. There are not. We are still waiting on a ruling from the judge about change of venue. And that has not been ruled upon yet. So Mm -hmm. I'm keeping an eye on it. We'll see. Mm -hmm. See if old Billy gets a shot in a different uh, county. Yeah. It's really thought that he probably will. Because the other trial just happened in that county, that it's likely that they will move it to, they're looking, I think, trying to move it to, I can't remember where, bigger city.
1: Yeah. Is that everything? Have we covered it all? Have we done it? No. No. We have our little uh, jailbirds in Utah that don't like being in jail. Oh, yes.
0: Gross. Yes, we do. So we have our uh, why am I not finding that link? <laughs> well, what we know is that Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrand mm-hmm. have both had simultaneous medical emergencies in the jail, guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're super, super sick. Jody's mm-hmm. condition has apparently been Life threatening. Oh, My darn. goodness. She's I been mean, in the hospital. Yeah. Maybe a taste of your own fucking medicine? Oh, no. For the not that they've done to these children? I mean. Come on, ladies. I, I thought we were
1: all about accountability.
0: Right. I thought we were. Isn't illness just a distortion, Jody Hildebrand?
1: I think so. I That's think not, not
0: so. real. That's not truth. You're in distortion. It's exactly <laughs> what she would say to mm-hmm. her clients. It's gross sure. as hell. And they're both carrying the shit out of the uh jail down there in St. George.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh
0: yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know exactly what's wrong with them. You know, they don't release like a lot of information. Panic no. attacks, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Other than to say that Jodie Hildebrandt had a life-threatening situation. Well, gee, I wonder what it feels like to be under this level of stress when you are being confined against your will and not being fed the way you would like to be fed, Jodie Hildebrandt. It turns Weird. out it
1: was like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But stupid Ruby also had a medical thing
0: and oh, had to on. be moved to shit. the
1: medical unit. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, this is all games and manipulation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Jody Hildebrandt's niece has now come out and said that Ooh. Jody abused the hell out of her, and also yes. had duct taped her at one point. Yes,
0: and made her sleep in the snow. Mm-hmm. We're going to do um, a follow-up episode because we've got a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Oh, boy. There is a Jody
0: Hillenbilder-Brett-Hate website out there mm-hmm. with people leaving reviews of their experiences with her. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely
1: scathing. Oh, it's hair-raising. And we're gonna talk this woman it. has ruined so many families. It is she unbelievable.
0: Has. And her connection to the Mormon church goes right on up to the top, friends. It does. And she has made a lot of money being a preferred therapist through the Mormon Church. She was like top of the list. Mm-hmm. If bishops in Utah needed to send somebody to counseling and they couldn't afford it, they'd send her to Jody, send them to Jody, and then Jody would build the Mormon
1: Church. Mm-hmm. For yeah. that pesky porn addiction. Yep. Right.
0: Good Lord yeah so we're gonna get way more into all of that but yes that's what's going on right now and agreed mm-hmm. cranky yeah karma is a bitch and mm-hmm.
1: i hope it keeps on slapping them in the ass because that's exactly what they deserve well is a bitch and so are jody and ruby yes yeah
0: yep how many other jody hildebrands are out there uh right yeah uh, a lot unfortunately a-, a lot yep uh let's see Oh, and it, smiling. Yes, thank you. It's it seems like we did extra videos. We didn't. We actually just got back to the schedule that we normally do in the winter, where we do three pre recorded episodes and a live stream
1: every week. But, but you for haven't really seen, thank yeah. you
0: for noticing. You haven't really seen any of that out of us since the Valor trial. I think it's taken a while to recover from that. And ah. it's just summer.
1: <laughs> I was at the doctor yesterday. And I need to go back to physical therapy. I'm supposed to go to physical therapy every two weeks. And I stopped going during the fallow trial because I didn't have time. And so I have to get a new referral to go back to physical therapy because it's now been all these months. So I said, I needed a referral to go to physical therapy. And he was like, why did we quit physical therapy? And I went, well, (laughs) I was also wearing my true crime paranormal (laughs) t-shirt I said well it all started with the Vallo trial and he was like "Lori valo <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. yeah. and he goes well, how did that uh stop you from going to physical therapy <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> he's like what the me- hell? i said i know this sounds really stupid let me try to explain this and i honestly like i should have gone back but um i just i don't know i haven't so I have to go back because this is dumb and my legs like really need me to go back so I'm going to but it just really cracked me up the way I went oh boy well <laughs> I was too busy going to court
0: <laughs> sometimes true crime takes precedent mm-hmm.
1: he didn't seem to get he goes oh I said I'm a true crime podcaster and he looks at my shirt and he goes oh like this stuff and I went no yeah mm-hmm. sure <laughs>
0: kind of like this yes
1: yeah so we quit <laughs> doing everything it wasn't just uh you know doing enough episodes we quit no, going to physical just, therapy Christy quit taking infusions we just everything right. went out the window
0: and i'm back on <laughs> plasma yeah i got plasma last week i'm back on mm-hmm. so yeah so we are okay. back you know
1: we're just a hot mess but we're trying to unhot mess ourselves yes we are yes we are we, i don't know i don't like how that's back started. on track uh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah Sometimes this takes a hell of a lot of energy. Ooh, my cats are about to have a slap fight right here. They're hissing at each other. They're so naughty. Oh, I don't hate it. They're so naughty. So, we will be back next week with, count them, three episodes, plus the live stream. And next Wednesday night, after case updates, is our uh, watch party. It's our true crime watch party. We do it on the third Wednesday of every month. and. It's next week, right? Yeah, this is the yeah, second. Okay. Next week. Yep. I, I'm really bad about this. Thank you for donating plasma, Jenny. That yeah. directly assists people like me who must mm-hmm. I have to have plasma for the rest of my life. Um, but we will be back with the uh with the uh watch party. Uh we'll be yeah. putting out here in the next few days. What we're going to be watching so we always watch something on Netflix, we watch it together. You all watch it at your house, we watch it at ours, but we chat throughout it. It's a lot of fun. It's our it's our membership here on YouTube. Uh so it's 4.99 a month if you want to do that and then you get to join the uh extra special um watch party and we have a lot of fun. We have a really good time and we always pick something really interesting to watch together. So that's coming up next week.
1: But also coming up next month there's going to be a special watch party. Probably not through the subscription. I think we'll just do that as an open. Uh, we're not exactly sure how we're going to structure it. We're, we're working on that. It'll probably be something like this. Uh, this will be the two night lifetime event of the Murdaugh story. Uh, oh, we're going to we watch it together, two, right, guys? This will be a documentary mm-hmm. in real time. Yeah. Yep.
0: We will have mm-hmm. to suffer through. Yeah, but we will definitely be doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, gin. I'm bringing gin. Yeah,
0: yeah. Whiskey. I'm gonna need a lot of whiskey to watch that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: definitely. But it will be funny. Yeah. By the she way, it's gonna be terrible. Who are they gonna cast? How? What have they done to find the whitest, red-haired people on the planet
1: mm-hmm.
0: as actors to play Alec and Buster and I... Paul
1: i don't know that is on i believe it is on october 14th and 15th yeah we'll
0: we'll put out an event for it and make sure everybody knows
1: yeah um, um.
0: but it's gonna be fun we'll watch it together we can suffer together <laughs> and also laugh because these lifetime renditions are holy shit.
1: <laughs> yeah oh one last thing on murda too You know, last Mm -hmm. week we talked about the whole, you know, scandal that's going on with the clerk and
0: right, with with Becky
1: Hill and all of that stuff. And then the day after that, Eric Bland, who is an attorney who is, has been representing Gloria Satterfield's sons and has been doing major battle with Uncle Jimbo and uh, Mm Poot. He... Uh leave it to an attorney. I love this. He posted the day after they pulled that stuff last Wednesday that, um, he had the thing that really bothered him about their press conference is that Harpootlian said that the jurors better get attorneys. And he was like, in what world
0: do right. jurors
1: have to get attorneys? And in what world do they jurors don't. have to pay for attorneys? So he put out a public statement that his office was more than happy to represent any of the jurors from the Murdoch case Uh, uh, if they felt like they needed an attorney because they're now all scared to death. Well, and being
0: threatened publicly like this, which is total bullshit, should not be being allowed to do.
1: Well, right. He said, I mean, these guys are just making, you know. A mockery out of our justice system and out of the judicial yes, system. they are they
0: have all along mm-hmm.
1: and it wasn't very long and he posted on facebook or on twitter that he uh was now his firm was now representing two of the jurors and that number may have changed but uh anyway good on eric bland and his partner they are working so hard to fight against the bullshit and the corruption in south carolina and Oh, air and, awesome. yeah, put, and help I'm represent lovely. people that need it so good on them
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh conan o'brien conan o'brien could play uh
1: alec pretty hilariously
0: i don't know it might be a parody
1: <laughs> i can't imagine what this is going to be like i i can't either after watching the lori Vallow one
0: doomsday mom that was holy shit terrible mm-hmm. um i'm dying to see what this is going to be mm-hmm. but i just can't think the cast
1: who are they casting <laughs> who are these oh, transparent see. people curtis tweedy and bill pullman mm. are two of them mm. i just looked it up i don't know this is really going to be something i i I suspect this is just going to be comedy gold. That's what I think. (laughs) Where's it going to be, Katie? People are asking. I can't remember. I think it's Lifetime. Let's see. Let me tell Wow. Okay. My computer's moving super slow. It is Lifetime. So it's going to be on... It's called Murda Murders the Movie. It premieres in a two-night event beginning on Saturday, October 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So that'll be... uh, 6 p.m. here. Okay. Uh, part two of the four-hour movie debuts on Sunday, October 15th, again at 8 p.m. Eastern. The movie is a historic one for the network, as it's the 500th lifetime original movie. Who cares? Uh- <laughs> yep. Wow.
0: Well, uh, we'll find out time which time. streaming services carry it, because I'm sure there are some. We'll uh,
1: figure out. You- well, Hulu has it if you have live TV with them. Sling okay. has it. And you can also stream it on the Lifetime app. Okay. So that's what we know. That's going to be, I can't wait, honestly. I think that we yeah. are all going to absolutely die laughing.
0: Maybe I, I think we will. Or we'll just be really disgusted. I don't know. Maybe
1: both. Probably some of both. I mean, come on. This is the quality of people we're talking about here. Right. Yeah. But for
0: just one last little smile, here is Danello Cavalcante's new uh mugshot for everyone. Just to remember that this jackass is finally in custody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and Pennsylvania, get your shit together. What the please. hell? Please. Please. righty Well, I think we have done it. I think so. Thank you all so much for being here. Uh, please mm-hmm. remember to like, subscribe, share comment, leave us a review anywhere. If you're, you know, listening on like Spotify or iTunes or somewhere where you can leave us a review, please do. It always Mm -hmm. helps us to grow. Uh, You can always tip us at truecrimesquad.com and we just appreciate you all so very much because you make this possible. Yep. And you do know it. We are the true crime squad. Thanks for being here. Take care.